Hi there, and welcome to the Feeling the Sonic podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Connor. This is episode 46, and the title of this episode is Lead the Way. Joining me as my guest is rapper, singer-songwriter, Jay Dagley. I'll be talking to Jay about his early life and background, and how that led him to develop a deep passion and strength of feeling for music, and in particular, rap music. I will be playing a few of Jay's tracks in which he expresses his experiences and emotions in his heartfelt lyrics, and they are quite brilliant. That's all to come, but before I talk to Jay, here's a quick reminder of what the Feeling the Sonic podcast is all about. Feeling the Sonic is an indie hub featuring news, views, and interviews with notable creatives on entrepreneurial lifestyle, health, very much including mental health, and original independent music. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify Podcasts, or indeed, wherever you get your podcast fix. Feeling the Sonic, it's a matter of choice. Hi, Jay. How are you? Hi, mate. Uh, very well, thank you. How are you? Good. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. What have you been up to this week? Um, not too much, mate, to be honest. Just working, a bit of uh, fitness in the week, and just popping in and out of adding to songs I'm currently writing. Yeah, so I suppose that's an ongoing process, that, then, is it, with uh, with the way that you work, then? You, you've always got song lyrics in your head, yeah? Yes, always. Mate. <laughs> There's always some kind of project going on. Yeah, and do you find that? What, so, what sort of exercise do you do then? On you know, on when you when you do go training, are you into the, the, the weights or the sort of cardio stuff? I've been in and out of weights for the last four years, um, and always since I was young, I played football. So I could, I played for a local football team on Sundays. We train on Wednesdays, and then to try and keep my fitness up, obviously with the whole pandemic, um, yep. football's been very sporadic. So. Um, I've just been trying to, you know, go for runs and stuff, playing a bit of squash as well, actually. That's <laughs> so good. That sounds good. good. Well, that's, I mean, that's, it's great to have that, isn't it, as a kind of um, a kind of release, if you like, from from day to day. I mean, I, I yeah. know myself, I find when I'm exercising, um, I think that's when the creative juices generally tend to flow as well, is when I'm busy, yeah. active, doing something. Yeah. Um, because let's face it, when you're on a treadmill or whatever, where you're out running, there's not much else to think about no. apart from putting one foot in front of the other. But it, yeah. it can be quite, quite, can be quite good to kind of as, as a, an inspiration and a, and a motivation to come up with song lyrics. Yeah, definitely for me. Um, so a few years back, I was working shifts. I worked for Laura Ashley. Um, so I did six to so six a.m. till two p.m. and two p.m. till ten p.m. Um, and on that shift, on my late shift, I would get up and I'd go to the gym. Um, and I'd come back, especially in the summer. I can't wash the pots and stuff before going to work, make my lunch. And that actually was a time where a lot of songs started washing the pots a lot of the time. And I, and I felt and I kind of knew at the time that doing the exercise really helped that creativity. You know, yeah. it, it felt like a big achievement you, before you've even gone to work. You've you've looked after yourself. You felt good in yourself physically. And you might have wrote a half a song or finished a song or you know something along the lines of that yeah absolutely uh it's, it's dead time i suppose i'd call it isn't it if you're, if you're doing something like you know the washing up or whatever then again it's it gives you license to you know to drift and to think and, and obviously something as positive as, as songwriting that's that's a good place to be yeah definitely mate yeah so you are uh, well first of all i better say thank you for joining me on the feeling with sonic podcast it's great to talk to you you are the first rapper 
Oh, cool. <laughs> <I'm worried. laughs> you are the first rapper. So, would you just how do you describe yourself? And um, you called are you a rapper songwriter or, or are you a, a rap artist? What's what's your um, your take on that? To be honest, so through the last few years or so, I don't know if you're aware, but I've, I've worked for a long time with Kev Bland. Um, yeah. And Kev obviously is an indie artist. I think that's what he'd call himself. Um, so he, alongside my music taste, inspired me to try and push for more singing too. So on my Instagram, it, I think it does actually say rapper, singer, songwriter. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> There's a bit of imposter syndrome there still regards to the singing because, um, because I'm not naturally a singer. You know, that's not what I've done. I'm a rapper. But yeah, I'd say just a rapper, UK rap. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, I'll just basically fill in the detail around um, our mutual friend, Kev. Uh, great, great guy. And he, yeah. he runs a, um, a project called the Leg Up Project, which is essentially a, a men's health um, group that yeah. all focus on positive and positivity and being active and getting out into the great outdoors and yeah. taking into, you know, outdoor pursuits and outdoor events such as, you know, climbing and, and hiking and yomping and, and all the rest of it. Former Royal Marines Commando, of course. Yeah. And uh, so where did you first meet uh, Kev then? Was, was it was it Kev that kind of got you into the music in the first place or were you already doing that? No, it's a funny story, actually. So, yeah, I grew up in North Wales. Um, so I moved to North Wales when I was six and I moved back when I was, I think, about to be 15, uh, 16, completely before my 16th birthday. Um, and actually, I went to enrol at the local college and Kev at that time was um, the motor vehicle uh, tutor um, for that college. Um, looking after, I think you discussed it on the podcast with you, you know, for problematic kids more so than anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And actually, in my interview with Kev, um, we discovered that we're actually related. Um, he is my mum's second cousin, um, therefore my third cousin, I think. So somewhere along the lines, yeah, we're related. Um, yeah, and uh, I was already doing music before that. Um, I yeah. started songwriting at 14 um, whilst I was in Wales. Um, and then Kev found that out because the lads in the class knew that I rapped. So we kind of come back after a lunchtime and they, they got him to put my song on in the class. And he was like, what? So then we went back to his studio and I just, he had some, I think it was an acoustic kind of, vibe going on and i just freestyled on it because at that point when i was younger i did a lot of freestyling it was actually it was the majority of my work was freestyle it wasn't written um and he was just loved it and then we just clicked from there really yeah that's fantastic i mean so you mentioned that so is that something is it something that comes naturally to you then jay i mean did you i mean can you um you know quick, quickly turn things around you say you know, it's not written or or, or whatever the phrase is you know ad living for example or yeah or rapping to um excuse my ignorance on this what, what do rappers do now do you spit bars or something what, yeah, spit bars, spit bars, yeah spit bars and yeah that, like i said it began for me the whole thing the whole rapping was um freestyling it was that freestyle yeah yeah so like recently i did a gig I don't, it must be a couple of months back now in Leicester, a place called the Two Funky Music Cafe, which is based on um, hip hop. Um, and I went there and I, did, I wasn't necessarily focused on I'm going to perform. I just wanted to go check the venue out for the future. And yeah. there was a lot and I got speaking to a, an older MC and then he's like, no, just step up and do it. So I, had, I did have an instrumental of one of my songs with Hyde, um, Who Are You, which is on YouTube. Um, and I was just like, yeah, I got up and did it. And at the end, I kind of forgot my lyrics, my last like 
four, eight bars, and I just freestyled it. I just improvised, and it worked. Do you know what I mean? And it was, it wasn't um, a daunting thing for me. I actually found it quite funny, you know. So yeah. I was able to finish the song, get back to my chorus, and walk off happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose that's the advantage. I mean, I, I did a gig last Friday night as well, and what, even songs that I've written it's quite easy to kind of get lost in the moment and forget the lyrics isn't it so i suppose yeah. in, your, in your game it doesn't really matter because you, you're the only one that knows the lyrics anyway so yeah especially if you improvise and you and you um and you freestyle it, it you can pretty much take it wherever you like i suppose i, I imagine yeah it's, it's a good bit of an advantage yeah definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah no i meant to say that yeah <laughs> So let's have a let's have a little word about your accent then, because I mean I can I can hear um, you know very distinct accent um, okay. at the same the same the same as Kev. So so did you hail from Leicestershire or, or were you were you living in Wales and then settled there later in life or how, where, where, where what's what's the Leicestershire connection? Um, basically, yeah, I was born and from the early years of my life, I was like raised in Colville, you know, literally just down the yeah. road from Kev and. Um, then I've had so I lived with my mum and my sister at the time and my stepdad um, and he got a, he worked for Toyota um, and he got a promotion so with that came um, a move to Wales um, to work in D side I think he was working okay um, so yeah I grew up there and regards to my accent I actually for years of my life sounded like a scouser because North Wales <laughs> is full of Liverpoolians <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, calm down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's what it was. Um, and obviously also the people who did speak Welsh with their accent as well. So my accent was very different to what it is now. Um, and I've been back here now, what, coming on 12 years nearly. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think to the locals still with Kev, you know, and other people who have been here the whole lives, I do still hear a difference in themselves. And yeah, you know, I, I think accents, I think accents are great. You know, it's, um, you know, it, it doesn't define you, but you, I, I, I've got it wrong a few times as well, actually, where I've, um, you know, suggested somebody from, from Yorkshire was, and I'll say, oh, are you from, are you from Manchester or, or whatever? So I've got it horribly wrong a few times. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you can usually place, you know, Geordies and Scousers and Brummies and stuff. But um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, do you support the team then? Are you a Leicester City fan? No, because of growing no. up. No, <laughs> I, I do. Obviously, I hope they do well. Um, but because of growing up in North Wales, um, the first person I met, my first friend, who's still, you know, he's a lifelong friend, um, he was a Man United fan. And he was the one who introduced me to football, basically. So I fell in love with the players, Ryan Giggs, David Beckham, Roy Keane. Yeah. Um, and then I just carried yeah. on with them, you know. So I, I was deep into football before I kind of came back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and is it safe to walk around Leicester with a Man United shirt on? Like I saw yeah, you in your well, videos. <laughs> yeah, you get a bit of grief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After the um, not very successful last uh, eight years or so. Well, I think Leicester have been more more successful than Man United, haven't they? They have, mate. They have. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Let's not get into football rivalries. Um, so <laughs> your your um, earlier influences then, because you started out doing the you know the music and in particular the the kind of rapping uh, from quite a young age. Then, what you around about fourteen was it? I think I read. Yeah, fourteen when I started writing stuff down. Um, I think I was probably more thirteen when I actually just started freestyling stuff and started just kind of doing my stuff off the top of my head and mate we were actually walking around there was a lot of group of mates and stuff and certain mates would beatbox and stuff so then i'd just drop a quick freestyle and everybody was loving it and it was really cool and then i actually come down to leicester and my stepbrother at the time he showed me more grime stuff because i've always been hip-hop you see i'm not a grime artist i'm definitely a hip-hop artist and um 
he showed me more grime and then I went back to Wales and started writing it down and not long after is when I got the chance to record my first bit of music. Okay. So again, uh, for me, can you explain the difference? In fact, this is entirely for me and anybody else listening that's wondering the same thing. Yeah. What's the difference between grime and hip hop? Distinctively, straight away, it's the BPM. It's a bit grime. It usually is 140 beats per minute. Um, and it's for me, from my perspective, it's, it's kind of more aggressive, faster flows. Um, yeah, it's very distinctively that obviously the language of, of people of grime. Um, I guess it's people from London, you know, more built up areas, more cities and stuff. And they've got a slang about them that I, I've never used. I don't use that, you know, because that's just not in my vocabulary. Um, so, yeah, I think that comes along with it. It's the flows, the beats per minute, the feel of it. I think that's that's the main distinct difference between them. Yeah. Okay. And um, so early influences then that kind of got you into this. I mean, um, I think I saw Eminem in your in the show yeah. notes. So was 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 he the guy that kind of uh, thought, yeah, I want to do that? Made you yeah. think that? Yeah, definitely, mate. It, what what it was for me is what he was talking about, and it was like what he made me feel. And then you know, as I got older, I realised actually how good this guy was like he's to, in my opinion the best lyricist to ever walk the planet it's just unbelievable the stuff he he can do with words um, yeah. and then 50 cent as well just as just as important to to myself yeah i think what was the one that was it lose yourself the one that the, this kind of was he that was i'm not sure if that was the first one but certainly so he got a lot of traction with that particular track right he did yeah and that was the one that me and my friend who um Got, who got me to football, one of my, again, my lifelong friends. He um, he was the one who kind of really got me into rap music as well, actually, and showed me Eminem and stuff. And I was like, wow, and it just clicked. Lose Yourself was just such a big, a big hit. Yeah, and the, the whole the Slim Shady thing as well, wasn't it? Was was, was part of his early yes. uh, early years, yeah. So, yeah, so I think it's a fantastic thing, you know, thing to do, as I say, to channel, you know, your, your thoughts and energies in, into that, into writing songs. Um, so what, what's your creative process then? Will you, do you think about something and then is it quite impulsive or do you kind of sit down and write a song in the, in the conventional way, whether it's got, you know, an intro, a middle, a middle eight and a, and a chorus or whatever? How, how do you go about putting something together? Um, basically, for me, it's worked a couple of different ways. So at times I've just been at work um, so one of my singles, I started that at work as a poem. I just had some thoughts in my head and I wrote a couple of lines. And then, you know, like a week later, I finished it. I found the instrumental that just sounded right for it. And then I wrote the whole song. Um, but generally speaking, I'd say it's more, I'll hear a piece of music and it will make me feel something. And then I just go from there. Um, and now nowadays, I tend to write the, the hook more and get the melody, get the feeling, because I find when I've done that, the rest of it comes naturally and it's easy. I find that the choruses are always the hardest thing to do. Definitely, yeah. And is it, is it mostly angst in terms of the subject matter? Is Because uh, most, I, I must admit, I don't listen to an awful lot of grime music or hip-hop. Or, uh, hip is it is it mainly, uh, not aggressive, but is it is it kind of quite angsty in terms of the storylines? Um, for me, it's everything's real mate it's um it's all about my experiences whether yeah. that's like my childhood and um, where i'm currently at i might write a song just you know like I, I might just say go out and have a really good night with the missus or something it's actually happened to write a song i wrote a song called stay um and that was just about the relationship with me and my missus and how, how happy we are 
Um, and we just got had a nice meal together and I come back and this lovely acoustic that I heard, I've come into the studio and yeah, and it just clicked. And then I wrote, I think that I don't, it doesn't happen very often, but I wrote that song just in one sitting and that was just it, just done within a couple of hours, whole song. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's probably consistent with most songwriters that I know. I mean, myself included, where I've got stuff that I've, in the archives, you know, that I've started and yeah. <laughs> never seen the light of day. But yeah. occasionally, occasionally you, you, you know, you, you, you strike lucky and you can write what you can write a song in 10 minutes and think, you know, wow, where's that come from? Yeah. I mean, where do these songs come from? But, you know, I, I think, yes, it's, it is about everyday life and about your experiences and stuff. Uh, but my sort of alter ego and absolute hero, Noel Gallagher, I mean, he, he tells the story cool. that they, they all fall out of the sky. Right. And he's just been lucky enough to catch a few. That's <laughs> so, I, quite, I quite like that analogy. Um, yeah, you know, so yeah, but uh, all right, Jay. So we're going to have a listen to um, one of your tracks that you sent me um, because I do like to, to play um, and showcase independent music uh, yeah. on the Feeling Visonic podcast. Um, so we're going to have a listen to "Lead the Way." Yeah. Do, do you want to uh, maybe give that a bit of an introduction and maybe tell the listeners a little bit about what it's about, and then I'll cue that up and play it. So yeah, that's cool. Um, so lead the way. Basically, um, my unfortunately, my mum committed suicide in, 2000, oh in 2017. Um, so that song for me was about, um, like, so the first first lyrics, I'll say them before we get there, is um, don't worry about me, I've got this. Um, and I think that was a message to, like, everybody surrounding me, all those close to me. That's what I was feeling. Um, life's been heavy since you've been gone. I'm trying to write some wrongs in my songs, you know. And this piece of music was actually from a German producer who I've, who I've done a little bit of work with. Um, and yeah, I won a competition with this song as well, which was really cool for me. It was my first uh, achievement, should we say, with music. Um, so yeah, I was. It was well, just a, a deep expression, you know. And it was that's, nice to that's deep, man. Okay, and uh, I applaud you, um, you know, for, share, for sharing that with us. This is Lead the Way by Jay Dagley. I know what this means, I understand what this loss is No need for diagnostics, already analysed Felt like I was paralysed, understand who the boss is Man that's me, and only me, only her, only she Could ever comprehend why I feel free Let sleeping dogs lie, what will be, will be Had a beating, not I, not one reason to cry Every time we rise, surely after we fall Flying high and time would do the rest 
So that was Lead the Way by Jay and ad-libbing and stuff then. Do things that are suggested to you, can you come up with, with, with um, you know, lyrics pretty quickly when it, when it comes to being put on the spot with, um, you know, reacting to something? Or, or is it something you have to really think about and take a little bit of time, you know, to, to kind of get the right words out? No, I think um, what it is, it's just if I just feel the music at that moment. Like, I might never heard that piece of music. You know, it just, it can, it can be any genre as well, anything that just, I'm like, oh, that sounds good. And it's just, I guess, literally a couple of seconds and boosh. I think the hardest thing about it is the first word, the first, the first line, the first, second line, you know, after yeah. that, you're kind of gone. And if you're really in that headspace and you just really, you know, when you're just really feeling music, like you're really in with the music, that's when they come so easy, you know. And, and what's cool for me as a writer at times is that within them freestyles, sometimes I come up with great lyrics and, and words that I've never used before. So then it's good if I've coincidentally been recording that because then I can go on and use that to a song, you know, so. Mm. Yeah, so um, I, I, you, you've mentioned the, the, the word a few times and, and I thank you for it in terms of feel. I mean, not, it's obvious that yeah. music makes certainly you and I you know, feel something. And I was talking to somebody on the podcast last week and we were talking about learning guitar but learning it not necessarily so technically brilliant but having a feel for the instrument and putting yeah. and emphasizing that through you know through the way that you play and i think yeah. that's absolutely that's, that's absolutely right same with music needs to be more fluid doesn't it than sort of yeah. staccato and um so another question for you then so if you are about to write something from scratch yeah um how do you get do you write to beat or how do you do it do you, do you get a, like a drum track or a bass guitar or, or an acoustic guitar to get the main sort of vibe of the track or how do you go about doing that? Um, so it depends who I'm working with. Um, if I'm working with Hive, who I'm currently doing the bulk of work with, um, it will be that Hive might have just, you know, been on the acoustic in the studio um, and he'll send me even just a video of him jamming it. Um, and then I'm like, oh, I really like that, you know, he'll have sent me on Facebook Messenger and then I'll just be like, right, quickly, just lay down that for two minutes. We don't need no drums. We don't need nothing else. The feel of the track is there. Yeah. And, it me. Um, and if I'm not working with Hive, generally these are finished pieces of music for me to get to get stuck into, you know. So it's, um, yeah, I just, finding the melody. These days it's finding the melody. When I was younger, it was finding, finding the, the best lyrics I could come up with, the best rhymes, the most, you know, really deep bars and stuff like this. So, yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's that is probably the best way to elaborate on Hive. Then what you're doing with Hive, I think I saw something about the Hive sessions and a vlog or something. Is what, what's what's yeah. the setup there? So Hive, um, really lucky because Hive is my brother-in-law, um, so that's coincidental. Um, but yeah, so I met Hive uh, probably five years ago now, um, and he'd been here in band since he was young, since he was about eleven. Um, he's the same age as me. Um, and yeah, he then, as he got older, he started to really like rap. Um, so we were just at the time, I think him and my sister were living in a flat in Leicester, um, not far from the stadium, actually, from the football ground. Mm. Um, and he was he just DJ things at the time. He just dropped some beats, DJ them. Um, and I was just freestyling stuff again, you know, we're having a good time before going out and stuff. Um, and then he kind of was like, I'm going to start making beats. Um, so he did. And this was, I think, like I said, about, I think it must be four or five years ago now. Um, and yeah, he's just progressed and progressed. His his producer, his production skills have got a lot better. Um, and by trade, Hive is a graphic designer. 
So this all comes in with the artwork, with being creative. And he's also a photographer, videographer. So he's kind of learning as we go along. You know, we're still learning together to, yeah. to really come up with a finished product. He sounds, sounds a good guy to know. Yeah, yeah he is, mate. He's very, very uh, talented. He's got a lot of skills. Yeah. And so, incidentally, so do you, I'm, I'm really into guitars and particularly guitar music. Yeah. Do you play guitar as well? I don't. I, I, back in 2015, I had a go for about three, four months. Um, and yeah, it just wasn't clicking, mate. <laughs> I, was yeah. just, I just kind of thought, it's just not me. You know, I'm just, I'd love to. But like you said, going back to the feeling it, I couldn't yeah. relax and and put my feelings through the instrument. Well, it is quite, it's quite, and I find it, um, you know, I was a bit of a late starter or pretty late starter in, in all of this. But when you think about, you know, at, let's face it, as men, you know, we're not very good at multitasking. So trying to sing and play guitar at the same time is oh, a bit, a bit, <laughs> can be a bit of a stretch, you know, not for yeah. everyone, but no. know, it certainly is for me. So, yeah, I'll take my hat off to anybody who can do that because it's so yeah. hard to even just, you know, just on your knees, just drum a, drum a beat and rap at the same time. Yeah. I can't do that. So I can't imagine how hard it is to play guitar as well. Yeah, well, I, I find, but then again, you you know, you, you see some, you see some people and they just make it look so easy. I mean, the guys that I'm playing with, we just put a covers band together we're just having a bit of fun with yeah uh, and that's what it's all about for me at the moment is, is to just i just want to get out and play some gigs you know so i mean i don't know how you find it with original music i mean i've done a few gigs where i've literally played to empty rooms um you know i've played gigs where there's more in the band than there is in the crowd and, <laughs> yeah. and um you know i'm sure we've all been there but you know, so I've, I've kind of stopped doing all that. I've, I've lost a bit, little bit of heart for that for uh, original music. I still write and 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 you know produce my own stuff, but it's um, which which goes on all the sort of digital you know channels and things and you know streaming and download platforms. But of course, no one knows it's there because that's the biggest challenge, I suppose, as an indie yeah. artist is to get is to get your stuff heard, which is yeah. get, it seems it seems to me it's increasingly difficult. So, yes. I mean, I'll give you an example. We we played a gig on in my local pub on Friday night. It was absolutely rammed. People just came up to me afterwards, like, "Oh, you've made my day, my week, and everything." That was absolutely brilliant. brilliant. All right, you know, we've come coming off the back of the pack when we've all been in lockdown, and you know, the pubs are all closed and everything. It yeah. was such an awesome feeling. Yeah, uh, doing that gig on Friday night, everybody out on a Friday night down the pub, few beers, having fun, bit of live music. It's like, oh, yeah, that's love, absolutely loved it. So, um, yeah, can't, can't wait to do the next one now. Yeah. So, so on, on a collaboration level, then let's go back to what you did with um, our friend Kev. Um, so you, you did a, a, a couple of albums with, with Kev. Did you with Kev playing guitar and singing with you on, on, as, on, on a collaboration basis? Yeah. So the first album was um, more pieces of music that Kev had from years ago it was actually a mix it was things that he'd produced so no guitar or nothing just you know more i don't really know how to put it but more um synths and stuff like that more Simpson drum rolls and it was that stuff and i was just it was all freestyle the whole first album was freestyle there was nothing really written then the second album what we did was we we went into kev's back catalog which is obviously the majority is of it is um in indie music acoustic music yeah and i loved it yeah, I I love, yeah. love acoustic, mate. It, to me, there's there's nothing more that that helps me express than a nice acoustic guitar. Yeah, you know, for me that really helps. So yeah, that was the second album. It was a lot of revisiting stuff that Kev had done and re remaking it almost, doing a twenty at the time. What would it have been twenty fourteen version? And he probably did these songs 15, 20 years before. Um, Amazing. And then the third album was kind of a mishmash of both. So there's a bit of synths and stuff going on, 
but might have been inspired by an old Kev song. Um, and then just stuff that he'd freshly made and I'd just go in. And But at that point, you know, with the second and third, it was all kind of, I'd, I'd written the lyrics. It wasn't freestyle anymore. Yeah, that, that sounds sounds great. So in, ter- in terms of um, something else that I, um, I really love about, you know, rappers is, is their, the way that they express themselves. Yeah. So it does need to be a lot of hand gestures. If you've got the moves, yeah. you know, when it, when it comes yeah. to... And, and it's, does that sort of thing happen automatically? Because yeah. it's, only, it's only rappers that do it, you know, when they do the yeah. sort of whatever it is that you do with your, with your hand. I suppose yeah. that's, part, that's part of the feeling coming out, I suppose, in, a way, in the way that you're emphasising your lyrics. Exactly that. And this is the thing, I think, some people, um, so like my elders, as an example, um, they'll think it's just kind of like you're intentionally doing that, but you're not. So like you said, with the expression, if you're, if I'm really having a deep conversation with you and I'm really meaning the words I'm saying, I'm, I'm using hand gestures, you know? So with rap, obviously it's at like from what 80 BPM to 140 BPM. So it's just that sped up. It's just that you are really meaning it. And for me also visualizing the lyrics, that's how I just remember everything. It's almost like the words, i am just got them in my head and they're in front of me. Yeah. And I'm kind of, as my hands are moving, they're coming out my mouth almost, you know. <laughs> yeah. It is, but it, it looks cool as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess people are really starting to. It's come. It's kind of as, as you said, it comes with rap, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know many other. I suppose boy bands to a point, you know, where they put their hand on their on their stomach or whatever it is they're doing, and um, you know, I suppose there are idiosyncrasies for for most types of music, whether you're a screaming rock band or you know yeah. an expressive rapper. But I suppose with with rap music, I, I think it's more about the storytelling, isn't it? I mean, the, the, it's yeah. just what, what the song's about. And as, yeah. as a songwriter, I like to know what that's what the song's about. I mean, some yeah. lyrics that I see, I think, what the hell's all that about? Um, you know, if, if I take, you know, Oasis lyrics, for example, I mean, some of Noel Gallagher's lyrics, I think, are absolutely brilliant. But yeah. slowly walking down the hall faster than a cannibal. I mean, I'm not quite sure what that's all about. But I suppose it can mean anything you want it to mean. Um, exactly. You've got, you know, you've got creative license you know, to to write lyrics in, which can be complete. I mean, the, the Beatles, for example, as well with um, "I Am the Walrus." I mean, if you look at the you look at the lyrics, the lyrics in that, it's like, well, you know, I don't know what they're on at the time, but you know, it, it works. It, it, but it, it works. It works. You know. <laughs> so, all right, so we're going to have a listen to a, another track of yours, then, Jay. And um, the next one I've got here is "Lost." What was that all about? And uh, what was going through your through your mind when you wrote that? So this actually was um, quite soon after my mum's suicide. Um, and that was, Lost was all about kind of exactly what it says. I was lost. My I'd lost my head. I turned to drinking a lot and other bits, you know, um, kind of abusing myself and just trying to numb the pain. And it was, it was really, it was a confusing time for me because there was a lot of um, violence growing up in my family. So I left home at a young age. Um, and when my mum committed suicide, that brought everything back up. Although it's always been with me and I think it's a daily thought, I'm always reflecting and looking back to my childhood. But um, Lost Year, it was really my head was all over the place at the minute. So I think what I'm saying and that is, um, you know, I was I was sipping on it, I was smoking on it. That's mm-hmm. what I, I was dealing with it. And it's like, you know, I thought that I lost my mind. I thought that I lost my mind there the first yeah. few lyrics. Well, I think I think a lot of people will, you know, will resonate that that have had similar experiences. 
Yeah. Um, you know, so it's you know it's, it is good. I think it's you know songwriting is is that cathartic process of getting your thoughts down. You know, it can really help, can't it? When you when you have something as tragic as that that's happened in your life. Yeah, music with, with, with your mum. So yeah, so um, you know, well done again. I have to say for it. Um, but okay, let's have a listen to that then. This is Lost by Jay Dagley. I'm sipping on it. I'm smoking on it. My mind was gone. I almost lost it. I'm sipping on it. I'm smoking on it. My mind was gone. And I almost lost it. Thought that I lost my mind. Thought that I lost my mind. Scales got tipped. Life got flipped. Bitch trying to stop my shine. Not like this. Can't do this. Gotta believe you're alright. Sad that we speak more. Now you're not here when I look to the sky. Yo. Now I'm getting high on a daily. Saying that ain't gonna change me Hurts and it pains me That's what made me Gonna meet again, gonna speak again Bayfleet is how I'm thinking, it's how you thought One of the good things you gave me Making mama proud, already done her proud Even if I messed up lately Knew that I loved her then, I love her now The past they saved me Kept on advancing bravely That's a routine, daily In a new thing, how I did things How I do things, to the grave, see now my head's saying put it all down But my heart's saying stick to the grind Now my head's saying put it all down But my heart's saying stick to the grind I'm sipping on it, I'm smoking on it My mind was gone, I almost lost it I'm sipping on it, I'm smoking on it My mind was gone I almost lost it I'm sipping on it I'm smoking on it My mind was gone I almost lost it I'm sipping on it I'm smoking on it My mind was gone And I almost lost it Try healing intoxicated Heads gone and populated With dark force, not your favourites Wanna be emancipated All the pain is accumulated You don't wanna be affiliated Appreciated, depreciated Man, just appreciate it, cause the demons have infiltrated. Jay's gone, but they're still the basics. Stays one, just flip the matrix. Hate on, game on, and face it. Take one, take none, I made it. Take one, make none, I'm faking. Not one, shut one, I'm breaking. From my heart still aching. Now my head's saying, put it all down. But my heart's saying, stick to the grind. Now my head's saying, put it all down. But my heart's saying stick to the grind I'm sipping on it, I'm smoking on it My mind was gone, I almost lost it I'm sipping on it, I'm smoking on it My mind was gone, and I almost lost it I'm sipping on it, I'm smoking on it My mind was gone, I almost lost it I'm sipping on it Smoking on it, my mind was gone, and I almost lost it. Now my head's saying, put it all down, but my heart's saying, stick to the grind. Now my head's saying, put it all down, but my heart's saying, stick to the grind. So that was Loft by Jay Dagley. And Jay, um, I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to ask you uh, maybe a couple of personal questions, but certainly linked to you know mental health, which is on the podcast. It's something I'm really keen 
to talk about it. I mean, particularly amongst creatives and and how we deal with it. And you know, one of the things that you've done obviously is channeled your energies and and the, the kind of negativities that you've experienced in your life yeah. into music. So, I mean, my first question is, where do you think you'd be now if it wasn't for your music? Uh, I, what I think is, I don't think I'd be writing. The, my music wouldn't have such depth to it. There'd be, you know, when I was young, when I was young and I first started writing, there was a lot of, I guess, just trying to be cool lyrics, you know, talking about cool stuff and obviously also fictional stuff. Yeah. It wasn't any, it wasn't any of my feelings. And as I matured and I got older, a lot of everything that went on in my childhood, um, that all came out. And as as I as I, as I got older, as I reflected on my past. I, I, I analysed a lot of stuff. So I really looked at that and started to understand who I am and why I am who I am. And that comes out in my music. Now I reflect on that. And then, you know, right after my mum, like I said, it was a very confusing time. Um, and since then, there's been so much, so many more answers I've found for myself um, to just everything, really, mate, to be honest, from, from, from as young as I remember to where I'm at now. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, it's coming across to me that you know that's how you've dealt with you know the, the tragedies, etc. Yeah. So um, you know, and, and the fact that you know rap music obviously is expressive, and, and the way that you go about doing that. So um, in terms of mental health, then, um, have you experienced um, you know like periods of what depression or anxiety or you know, yeah. or that that type of thing? Because yeah. I suppose the Leg Up Project you know going back to that is something that's that has a positive direction and a positive message and and doing something about it but yeah. i mean one of the things that i'm interested in talking to people on the podcast is is how people deal with that and how they get themselves out of that that state if you like um yeah. you know because let's we've all been there and yeah. um yeah. but some people are, are more successful at kind of leaving things behind and by channeling their energies and their thoughts in other areas and doing yeah. something something positive and, Positive, something positive, yeah. And, and I just think that, you know, lots of people have, you know, dreams and aspirations and, and, and they want to get on and everything. But, you know, what I find is, is what puts them off is probably two things. One is, you know, the fear of failure or having that energy to kind of get up and do it. And also what other people may think about them or say about them yeah. but for doing it. So, you know, I, I think you've, at some stage you have to part all that up the door and just go, right, well, to hell with it i'm doing this i don't care what you think i'm doing it yeah definitely mate so music for me regards to mental health so from young um so maroon five songs about jane that album to me is a is a key point in my love for music and how it, it helped me because what happened with songs of the songs about jane album for me is that i started to it's real I, I felt music that's what happened now is that i felt music and a little a year or so after first hearing that album and listening to it over and over and over, I started to understand why music made you feel how it does at certain points. So where the drums drop out here, and then and then there's another little good riff going on in the back that makes you feel this, and then oh, and then the drums come back in, and then you're up, then you're back up. So I really picked that album apart in my head. Um, yeah, and then. For me, to be honest, music, I don't go a day without listening to music. It's just the first thing I do when I wake up is listen to music because yeah. music is it is my saviour, to be honest with you. Music has saved me. Music saved me when I was currently in dark times. Um, 
and then be, then later on being able to express it helped me massively. Got a lot of stuff off my sh- off my shoulders, off my head that I didn't even know I was feeling until I wrote some lyrics down. Um, and then yeah, then again after after my mum's suicide, um, that's again it saved me, mate. To be honest, I don't think I would be here or definitely not where I am in life if it wasn't for music. That's yeah, how, how that's, that's yeah, that's what I was alluding to with the question, like you know, where would you if, if it wasn't for the music, where would you be now, kind of thing. Yeah. So if you hadn't discovered this and this skill that you have for it and the enjoyment that you get out of it, you know, I just dread to think what what would have happened. You know, yeah. you, you'd have probably spiraled. It, I'm not <laughs> not yeah. putting words in your mouth. Do you know what I mean? No, no, it's, it's, no it's, that's it's true though, mate. It's fine. God, I, I do say that it's literally. I, I can't actually picture my life without it. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it is. It has had such a massive impact. And so, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. I'd, say that, I'd say that's fantastic and well done, mate. You know, full of admiration yeah. for that. I mean, but going back to the feeling of music as well. I mean, and and, and sorry to keep banging on about the gig we did on Friday. Right? All right, it was a, it was a pub gig, you know, but it's like my Glastonbury. But the yeah, feel, the feeling and the vibe in the in the room, I can promise you. Yeah. Um, and you're talking about how music makes you feel. I mean, we've gone with the kind of anthemic indie rock sort of things, songs that everybody knows. And everybody joined in, you know. So if you've got a track that can kind of take you some with a, rou- a big rousing chorus, it's unbelievable, yeah. isn't it? You know. Yeah. But but you know, if you're feeling in a down mood and you're feeling a bit sad, you listen to sad music. If you want, you know, yeah. or you want to ha- listen to happy music. Music can kind of cover every eventuality, eventuality, and it can also remind and put you in places that you remember in the past where yeah. nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so oh, that song reminds me of a certain place or time or, yeah. you know, so that's, I suppose that's the power of of, uh, of music. Yeah, that that's it, mate. Exactly that. And as you said, you know, I've done a few performances where I haven't um, really been almost feeling positive, really, feeling really excited about it. And that comes across in your performance. That's something that I still need to um, grasp and really, no matter how my day's gone or going or the week's gone, you still be able to take that and, and use that positive energy or or whatever energy the song requires you know so are you a confident performer then because i mean you're if you're kind of solo artist and you're there um you know do you enjoy it and you put yourself in the spotlight and you're out there kind of front and center uh how how does that make you feel um so i've done about 10 gigs and what i could say is that what three of them i was absolutely buzzing and i i wrapped them i performed them exactly how I would if I was alone and I was feeling that song like I really meant the lyrics I I sang slash rapped them exactly how what how they made me feel you know so there's somewhere I've walked away absolutely buzzing I was like what because I've worried for years it took me a long long time to really give myself a kick and say you need to go live you need to go and do this you really need to get on stage because that was one of my biggest fears for stepping up on stage yeah well, um, I think that's natural that's a natural thing isn't it because yeah, yeah if you're not if you're not if you kind of don't have fear then it's a bit not stupid but you know what i mean it's a bit it's yeah. a, as you said it's a natural feeling isn't it it is yeah um so uh blimey, i can't believe how long we've been chatting here <laughs> <laughs> but i do want to play some more of your music jay so yeah. um i'm going to queue up another one now this one's called mistakes and again i'll let you um sum that up or introduce it so that people can get a feel and a vibe of what the song's about so uh, over to you mate so mistakes this was the one actually i started this is a poem at work at the time i was just aware i was operative and um, so i didn't i had a lot of time in my mind to think about stuff and it was this song is all about which i'm sure many people my age can relate to 
is going to the pub and spending too much money. <laughs> and just waking up like, why did you do that? You know, and because I'm, I've got a lot of aspirations and I want to do well and I feel like I set myself back at times too much. So that's what this is all about. I think we've all been there as well, mate, to be honest. <laughs> but, uh, okay, this is Mistakes by Jay Daglawks. World full of sin, trying to be a saint Where do I begin with this picture I paint? Here for the win, many mistakes Love living life so I know my fate World full of sin, trying to be a saint Where do I begin with this picture I paint? Here for the win, many mistakes Love living life so I know my fate Trying to be a better person than yesterday Yesterday, I guess I'm Good with the words and the first to say I'm the first to say Yeah I'm here for the win and nothing less Stay focused, life will be troubleless He ain't got the right to like trouble us But you know what it's like man the struggle does Struggle does, never end, no meant to comprehend Pick your chin up and crack on my friend We all slip up from time to time Many more than I'd like in this life of mine Angel to my left and devil on my right but the devil's in my veins and sat upright He's taking steps in for a rough ride No need to turn back, think you should hide World full of sin, trying to be a saint Where do I begin with this picture I paint? Here for the win, many mistakes Love living life so I know my play World full of sin, trying to be a saint Where do I begin with this picture I paint? Here for the win, many mistakes Love living life so I know my fate Messed up so many times One week after another Upset the missus like so many times Bitch she knows that I love her So we talk about it Why's your vision clouded? Been hard since mum and everything surrounds it It's no excuse for life to get crowded With bad decisions, bad decisions I've been browsing Little bit off the rails I went So many tales of the time I spent Oh my, get high, try to lament But oh why, oh why Now I need to repent for the choices I made Path that I took, these voices they say You ain't doing wrong man, just having some fun Step up to the bar and just get this shit done World full of sin, trying to be a saint Where do I begin with this picture I paint? Here for the win, many mistakes Love living life so I know my play World full of sin, trying to be a saint Where do I begin with this picture I paint? Here for the win, many mistakes Love living life so I know my play Trying to be a better person than yesterday Yesterday Guess I'm good with the words and the first to say I'm the first to say World full of sin, trying to be a saint Where do I begin with this picture I paint? Here for the win, many mistakes Love living life so I know my fate That was Mistakes by Jay Dagley And Jay, I think we're coming pretty much towards the end of the time that we have available on the podcast so, next question for you then is uh, it, it, just to sub, to kind of wrap it up. Is what's next for you then? Are you, are you going to carry on writing? Are you you know do more gigs and and you know, live performances? Um, you know, what are your sort of aspirations for, for the future and, and your and your career in music? So yeah, as as we said earlier on, always writing. I think I don't I can't stop that even if I wanted to. Um, no, but yeah, I'm currently. So I was supposed to have a gig. Um, last weekend um, but unfortunately due to covid that's had to be stalled so i'm hoping for another slot maybe within a couple of weeks or so um so 
set, late September time, hopefully get and do mine and Hive's first gig together. Um, mm-hmm. So all previous, previous ones have been by myself. Um, so yeah, that's going to be cool. An acoustic gig with a few tracks that I think there's Lost on there. Lost is, again, we'll be playing that acoustic, but then the other two tracks are fresh that nobody else has heard. Okay. And um, what, sort, what sort of venues put, um, you know, like, uh, is, is it a special venue that, uh, it, it, what's, what's the live music venues around you? Are, they, are these pub gigs or are they sort of like proper, proper um, you know, not arenas, but, you know, music yeah. venues? Yeah, so The Shed, which is the main one, I think, in Leicester, um, which is generally Indian rock music, um, yeah, that, that is all about bands turning up throughout the week and the weekends um, and performing. And then on Wednesdays, they do open mic nights yeah, called Drinks and Jams. So that's Brilliant. where I first, first took myself. Then my other gigs were, um, I played for a Boston football team, which is a local town. And um, yeah, my manager really likes my music and he paid for a cover band to come in and he wanted me to do a few songs before they came on. So I just stepped up and did that. Um, so that was really cool. Um, and then the most recent that we've that we're planning on is a place called the Sound House, which again, I'm presuming it's a very much kind of rock-based pub. You know, when I first um reached out to them, she was kind of the lady I spoke to was a bit like, oh rap, I don't know. I think probably assuming that I would be swearing and stuff, and it would be violent. Um, and kind of I elaborated and told her, look, it's acoustic music. Um, and it's not what you think. So then she was like, right, we'll get you a slot in. So, yeah. Oh, nice. So um, you don't swear then? No, not really, mate. To be honest with you, let's say I've played you five of my songs. There might be, in across them five songs, there might be one or two swear words. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, that's, that, that's, yeah that's, that's, again, it's another, it's another positive, I think. I mean, some of the, some of the lyrics can be, you know, pretty hard-hitting and... Um, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm I'm not no sort of um, snowflake, but for the same token, you know, it's it's could be the aggressive one. I'm not sure whether it's grime or hip hop, or but you know yeah. what I mean. It, it can have that reputation, if you like, where it's going yeah. to be about it's going to be you know about violence essentially yeah. and, and shooting people. Yeah, I think this is um, these are so I think generally with rap and grime, it's because of the probably the the way the places these people have grown up in so like obviously it all started in america yeah. and at the time you know with the drugs and gangs and all this stuff so although to people presuming like me and you have never been around that kind of stuff um it's it seems a bit out there but for them that's day-to-day living yeah yeah I, I totally 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 get that yeah i think what i'm getting at is where you can actually get away and play that music yeah, you know, it's, so if, you, yeah. if you're, for example, if you're an artist and you had a track like that, you, you you'd never get it on the TV. You know, no, you might get you might get some radio play on certain stations, but it's yeah. it's it's not for the public domain. If you, you know, do you know what I mean about that? It's not commercial, is it? It's not. That's, that's it's the not And no, but so when I was younger, um, so I left home at fifteen. I lived with a friend for a bit before moving down to Leicester. And his mum, my friend's mum, and his family were so supportive of me, and they loved my music. And at the time, I was probably using a few swear words in there, and they said basically, kind of cut that out. You don't, people don't want to be hearing that. And then that, I've always just remembered that. So I always express um, without swearing, basically. You know, I think yeah, there's depth in the in the words that I use without needing to swear. Well, there is a there is a school of thought that um, you know using profanities or swear words or whatever, um, you know, is a, is a lack of vocabulary. Yeah, <laughs> some, yeah. some might say. <laughs> Yeah, some I've you know recently I've heard some up and coming artists and they're doing really well and some of the words they use I'm a bit like oh you shouldn't have used that word you know it's like you said because to me it limits it because 
you can go to certain radio stations, as you said, certain you can get it played on a certain TV channel, whatever. But you know, you're never going to get that on BBC. Not if it's just pure aggressive and there's a lot of swearing in there. It's just not. It's not what the public want to hear generally. Yeah, that's right. Unless you're it really, you know, a big fan yeah, of that. Exactly. So, something else um, I've got here for you because a lot of um, rappers, rappers, they. Is there an almost like a, a uniform, a kind of fashion statement or fashion icons that, that maybe I mean, what's what sort of clothes do you wear? I mean, is it kind of urban wear or you know, is there is there a look for rappers in terms of fashion icons and um that sort of thing? I think as you know yourself, going back to um a hip, a hop, a hip that yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back there, you know, the what did they have the big chains with the clocks on them and stuff like that, and the, the big baggy tracksuit at the times. It, it was, was the old baseball, the baseball shirts, wasn't it? And the yeah, in basket, basketball uh, kit and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and hats, always hats as well. Big, big rings, jewelry, stuff like this. Um, but for me, so regards to my imagery, I've always kept it just normal, which is me, which is casual, mate. It's just jeans and a t-shirt, generally, yeah. you know. But yeah, I think the rap culture does it does have that, doesn't it? We have they have them tracksuits, them big bright, them big bright outfits that make you stand out. You know, and kind of yeah. make statement or, or wild haircuts and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jake. So I mean, I, I doff my cap to you, mate. I mean, there's certainly something uh, I couldn't do. That's for sure. I mean, not, not that I've really tried it, but I can just imagine if I tried it, I'd make a complete hash of it. <laughs> <laughs> because because uh, it is a skill, and you, you've got. I think you've got to know what you're doing, and and you know to be good at it, and you know which you certainly are. So we're going to have one last track that we're going to play from you then, which is called More. Uh, a bit more uplifting and positive at this one, then. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so this one is, um, this is about myself and my partner's uh, ambitions, really. Just goals and, you know, that we want to see, want to experience really good things in life. You know, my mentality is you've got one life, so live it to the fullest. You know, try and be happy no matter what life throws at you, how hard things can be. Beautiful. Situations already happened, so, yeah. Yeah, this is more by Jay Dagley. I want more and she wants more. Some would say we don't need no more. We got each other and the keys to the door. We won't stop until the keys for the Porsche. So, first things first. I'm trying to live my best life, how can I live my worst? Love this game of chess, I love his fireworks Few days I'm feeling good, valuing my worth One day in the middle where I'm feeling all the hurt Another in a pickle, let's get drunk and hit the curb A day with a pen and pad, putting in this work Now back to day one, loving life on this earth So be thankful for your life, even if it's a ton of dark And a handful of light, take the good with the bad I suppose I can imagine if you didn't have all them clothes Never mind a roof over your head Disappear like proof No one knows that you fled That's why I cherish all the moments we spend But some people can't comprehend I want more and she wants more Some would say we don't need no more We got each other and the keys to the door But we won't stop until the keys for the Porsche I want more and she wants more Some would say we don't need no more we got each other and the keys to the door But we won't stop until the keys for the poor oh, oh. So unsure on the correct way to live I always show respect how I was taught as a kid And since young man I've been dreaming big But I don't apply the work I like a man I've been a bit 
down in the dumps me Frowning for months it don't help I've been surrounded for months by So much negativity, question my ability Waste of space in my vicinity Energy, thankful for your life Even if it's a ton of dark And a handful of light Take the good with the bad I suppose I can match If you didn't have all them clothes Never mind a roof over your head Disappear like proof No one knows that you fled That's why I cherish all the moments we spend But some people can't comprehend I want more and she wants more Some would say we don't need no more We got each other and the keys to the door But we won't stop until the keys for the Porsche I want more and she wants more Some would say we don't need no more We got each other and the keys to the door But we won't stop until the keys for the Porsche Baby you, all that I'll ever need And that's a fact, oh Nobody could ever come between us Trials and tribulations, nobody would believe us All that we've seen to the things that we've been through Girl, you know I'm into you and no one else You deserve everything on the shelf Find a thing you receive, no doubt Maybe your love is my world Couldn't really give a damn what a hater said But we gon' keep stacking that cash Adding to the stash Save for any day I want more and she wants more Some would say we don't need no more We got each other and the keys to the door We won't stop until the keys for the Porsche I want more and she wants more Some would say we don't need no more We got each other and the keys to the door We won't stop until the keys for the Porsche I want more and she wants more some would say we don't need no more We got each other and the keys to the door But we won't stop until the keys for the Porsche I want more and she wants more Some would say we don't need no more We got each other and the keys to the door But we won't stop until the keys for the Porsche That was more by Jay Dagley And Jay, time for me to uh, thank you again for being my guest on the Feeling of Sonic podcast. It's been great chatting to you. As you say, as I said at the beginning, you are the first rapper, <laughs> rap artist <laughs> that, we've had, that we've had on the podcast. You know, and thank you for using that. There's obviously a great strength of feeling that you have for, you know, for what you do and, and what you write about and, and your music generally. Yeah. So thanks again. Um, you know, I certainly really felt it as well. I wish you the best of luck in everything that you do going forward and I hope that you do get more out of it. Do you see what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks again, mate. And uh, hopefully, I'll uh, at some point maybe get to get to see you live at some point. You know, when you've got when we, where we can all get back out and um, gigs are a kind of normal Friday Saturday night thing again. Yeah, that would be great, mate. Thank you very much for having me. My pleasure. Okay, take, mate. Take care. Take care. My thanks again to Jay for joining me as my guest. My name is Stephen Connor. And you have been listening to the Feeling Vasonic podcast. Until next time, keep calm, stay safe, and God bless. You.